Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Linda. I'm Charles. I'm Seth. I'm Chris. <laughs> and uh, we're you missing Jenna yeah. today. She's uh, a little under the weather, I think. So hopefully she'll be back with us next time. Hey, Hippa, uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I said feeling under the weather. It's cloudy. <laughs> we're all feeling <laughs> under the weather. So today we're going to be talking about Suicide Squad, uh, most recent uh, version released. Um, and we may reference some of the previous ones as well so i know we have all watched it and um i guess chris we'll start with you this time what was your thought upon watching in the suicide squad the most recent one um so it was definitely a notch up in gore uh i felt especially right out of the gate um i found the movie pretty entertaining uh i i honestly liked it although it took a lot of weird turns and a little bit of it a little bit of it sounded like uh, felt like a weird acid trip, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. had a little bit of uh, if anybody remembers, well, probably a decade ago now that uh, a sucker punch movie that came out was a little bit of a weird take and kind of all over the place. And and uh, Suicide Squad gave me a little bit of that that vibe. Uh, they were just kind of interesting scenes that that occurred in there. Um, yeah, this this smorgasbord of stuff here is pretty much what the movie kind of felt like. Uh, although this is the, uh, the first one, not the right. uh, second one. Right. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, it was, it was good. I, I liked it. I thought it had really uh, great action scenes in it. Um, I enjoyed the fighting. It was, like I said, it was very funny. Um, I was a little bit taken aback uh, in kind of how the movie started by killing off you know, pretty much an entire squad of <laughs> uh, suicide guys in the most bizarre manner ever. Uh, then it kind of just takes off from there. So. Also, also the like the characters from the, some of the characters from the first movie too. Most of them, yeah. Really? Yep. In addition um, to Nathan <laughs> Fillion as TDK. Yes. <laughs> as short-lived as that was, yes. Um, the detachable uh, kid. Yeah. Yeah, Which, that whole thing was ridiculous. It was. And so and that, that kind of set the literally in the first five, ten minutes of the movie, they kind of set the set the set the mood for the entire thing. It's just gonna be ridiculous. Um the detachable kid was just insane. Uh I mean just detach my arms and slap a bunch of people in the face. Uh yeah. and I'm I'm somehow a superhero uh, yeah. in that in right. right. So and dot boy. Hulk it up, yeah. man. Poke it out, man. That was yeah. That was that was ooh, that was weird. Painful. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he had one of the best. He had some of the best gags out of the whole movie. He he did, he did. Um, and then he had uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone as um the shark. Um, oh, that was the shark. <laughs> he. Well, I didn't he realize that was Sylvester too. Stallone. Uh. Uh-uh. 
Yeah, he was he was something else too. Uh, and and I mean, I mean, what do you have like ten words the whole movie? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he reminded me of um, the Hulk. Vin Diesel. Yeah. This lady here made the whole movie. She yeah. did. Mar- Margot Robbie got was really good in this. I, yeah, I think she was good in in all of uh, the films that she's done recently. I, th- I think she's kicked butt as uh, as Harley Quinn. So. Um, yeah, she, def- she definitely is the one that propels the movie forward. Yep. Um, and her attitude towards everything and is just crazy. <laughs> the only thing I thought that, uh, well, <laughs> I guess not the only thing, but one of the things I thought that was mo- the most ridiculous was the um, starfish yes. um, creature. Oh, my God. I did, I did not see the movie going down that route at all. Who, no. who would have? <laughs> and and, and then a the bunch whole of tiny starfish that it poops out or whatever. Yeah. Just disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that, that and was it flies in your face. I, uh, yeah. It kind of had overtones of alien. Where it, the it did a little bit in the most disgusting jump, way. Jump on your face and yeah. Yeah, that was weird. The, through the whole show, though, I'm wondering, okay, you know, these guys are shooting it, you know, in its arms and all this stuff. And I'm like, why doesn't anybody just shoot it in the eye? What are they, you yeah, know? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and they were supposed to be, you know, that. these two guys to the are, eye or something. But yeah, yeah, two guys that are are supreme marksmen and talk about, you know, one guy says, you know, <laughs> I hit everything in the bullseye, and he goes, well, I I hit it even closer in the bullseye. Well, how can you do that? Well, I go right in the middle of the bullet, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and yet not one of them could shoot the freaking thing in the eye. Well, yeah. in in uh, Peacemaker's defense, he was mostly dead by that point. That's fair, but yeah, yeah. by the time he gets uh, here, he is mostly dead at that point. Um, I did but, like the quips about his uh, about his uh, attire and wearing a toilet for a head piece or whatever <laughs> in there was pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. John Cena plays uh, plays him in this, and it, it's pretty good. Well, I mean, as far as the shooting Starro in the eye, that's what Harley needed the spear for. Yes. yes. They, they obviously uh, were purposely saving the eye, eye shot for the end. <clears throat> That's what let the rats into the eye, right? And then I'm, and then the rats. So the so the um, <laughs> oh, uh, Harley Quinn's controlling the rats. This giant rat population. No, no, uh, no. that's the rat catcher. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yep. Excuse yeah. me. And yeah. uh, so at the end, all she sends all the rats into the hole in the eye created by Harley Quinn when she jumps in with the spear. And so the rats dive into the eye. And of course, it's all full of this ocular fluid. And the rats are swimming through it, which is fine. Um, But then they go in and they start gnawing on the optic nerves and everything. And I'm like, okay, while they're doing this, how are they breathing? I I had the same thought. So did you know, uh, yeah, for the rats, yeah, that's a little bit crazy for... uh, Margot, who plays Harley Quinn, did you guys know that she actually held her breath underwater for several minutes to film uh, that scene? No, I didn't know. She that. actually did professional training uh, with uh, a free diver to learn how to hold her breath up to five minutes. Holy uh, crap! For this film, right. and and she's also doing it while acting. I mean, yes. <laughs> if I was in minute two of holding my breath, I wouldn't be looking like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know those eyes. So there's a there's an interesting. Uh, Interview she did on uh, uh, Hot Ones. Uh, when this there, was there's out. a mask here. Talks about that, and, and and 
<laughs> a lot of the things that uh, she had to deal with, with holding your breath and how like you get to this point where you hit panic and you got to get past that. You get this point where you, you start convulsing and then you learn that that's normal and then you get past that. And then you're maybe good for another 30, 40 seconds past that. And Holy then you shit. should definitely come up and uh, get some air after that. Uh, oh it was pretty, God. I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> but she, she took on a challenge and she did it. And, and I think it made some of those things a little bit more realistic. So crazy as it was. Yeah, I don't know that I could, uh, that I could do that. Yeah, it made, it made floating in the giant eye more realistic. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the whole scene itself where the whole situation was just bizarro. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The rat, the rat, uh, rat lady was pretty interesting. <sighs> this whole thing of, um, uh, I, I, I don't know a lot of the history on the suicide squad per se, or, 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 you know, what a lot of the heroes, heroes, um, you know, how far their powers range, but this basically says, you know, anyone that's been experimented on and has special abilities at some point is eligible to become a hero in the Suicide Squad. Um, but don't you have to be a, one. Don't you have to yeah. be like a criminal first? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, that wasn't how the first one, the 2016 one, <clears throat> they were all hardened criminals, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, the, it, the Here, they, they probably were too, but it, it was... Uh, I don't, yeah, it was hard to see exactly how the rat, they didn't go into their stories as much. I don't right. think. Yeah, their crime stories. Yeah. Right. There, there were a couple backgrounds. Yeah. And of course, the way that they, they get them to cooperate, the these hardened, quote, superhero convicts, is by putting this explosive charge in the base of their skull and... <clears throat> Um, if they get out of line, um, they can just the the people that are running the the Amanda show, Waller, yeah, yeah, can just uh, push the red button and blow their heads off. And so, uh, I, I love the fact that the uh, the red button explosive charge uh, supposedly works wherever, even though communications don't necessarily work because of that's what they jamming. told them. Yeah, jamming in the area, right? I'm like, yeah, hello, make your walkie-talkies out of the same communications technology <laughs> you use for the head bolts, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but, and then at the end, the so uh, they get this uh, uh, hard drive that's got all these uh, files on it that shows that America was working to uh, uh, yeah throw this uh, starfish and experiment on it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, America's dirty secrets. Yeah, so they're holding it hostage uh, in order to be able to do what they want without having their heads blown off. My first rule would have been the first thing you're going to do is pull that fucking explosive charge out of my head or I will release the tape. And then, uh, and then you know, uh, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Well, you also have to, like, how much do you want them to... Like, do you want to go back to them to have it removed from your head? Well, um, I would assume that in this world, they should be able to find someone that can remove it. Yeah. Yeah. There's within there, time. Yeah. There's plenty of supervillain doctors who'd be more than happy to <laughs> remove that from their head for a modest fee. <laughs> Especially if yeah. they can take it and put it in someone else's head. Here, does, does that help? Good point. Yeah. It does. 
Yeah, yeah I, I think I think they nailed the personality perfect for the shark to match. Yeah. Him, so yeah, yeah. yeah. my his mannerisms and his his lack of speech and stuff reminded me so much of the Hulk. Oh yeah, it, King Shark was one of my favorite parts of this movie, and Katie came in towards the end of it, and she's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "That's King Shark. Do you want to know what this deal is?" She's like, "Sure." I was like, "It's a man who's a shark." <laughs> wow, so helpful. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to touch back on something with Amanda Waller. So in, in the in the first Suicide Squad movie, they show how ruthless she can be. There's a scene where when they finally get there to pick her up and she goes in, she kills everyone else in the room. And she's just like this, this cold-hearted um, person that's just like, you know, I'm here to get rescued now. You guys are no longer need it. I'll just shoot you in the face and be done with it. And in this one, she's still the same cold-hearted person, right? And I think there was a missed opportunity here in the movie because there's a... In, in this, she's always threatening the Suicide Squad's family or their children or whatever, or threatening to kill them. She's real quick on a trigger button to blow their heads off. Um, and at one point, her team around here is like, whoa, we got to stop her. She's losing her mind. So they whack her over the head and knock her out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, because the, the Suicide Squad's trying to make something happen and she they're not following her direct orders. And so she's getting ready to pull the trigger and blow their heads off. Yeah. And she gets knocked out. Now She gets knocked this, out with a golf club. Right, she, she was gets using her and hit her in the club. head with a golf club, and she lives. Now, yes. Well, what should have happened? Okay, because we were talking about the whole they find this hard drive and they make a deal with her, right? What should have been happening is during that scene, they should have been painting the room, and every one of them in there should have had a bullet in their head. Right. Yeah. Instead of her team being alive, she would have killed every single person in that room. Right. Uh, for knocking her out. Right. And, and that would that would have uh, solidified that that's just how cold hearted she is. Because they've already shown her do it once, and it would have just been funny if she killed another team of people, you know. Uh, and and I, I think that would have been an excellent thing to write in there is just her sitting at the desk, you know, with an ice pack on her head, and and you know they're making a deal over the hard drive, and they pan across the room, and there's a whole bunch of dead team members because they betrayed her. They stabbed right. her. Back. Right. Yeah, that would have really sense. painted her as a badass. Mm-hmm. Well, this, but they didn't do it. So no. I was like, how is that person alive after whacking over their head? Right. A golf club? Yeah. Maybe she got I don't a know, the person that swung all, the golf club. How's that for all we know, that could be that could be what Amanda Waller views as uh, oh, yeah. leadership material. <laughs> this is true, too. Yeah. I want you. Well, the other thing they left out, if I, if I remember right, in the 2016 Suicide Squad, uh, Harley had the bomb removed and then came back, right? Because she wanted to play with her friends. In prison? It got deactivated and she deactivated, back, yeah. yeah. Yep. And so to play with her friends in prison, is that what you're saying? No, no, no. She was she wanted to she escaped with uh she had the bomb deactivated. Yeah. Escaped and then came back because her buddies, you know, she wanted to be with her buddies. Well, she didn't. Then she didn't come back directly. What happened was they shot the plane down when she was trying to escape with the Joker, right? And she thought he died in the plane crash or something like that. And then when they were continuing on or whatever, they happened to run across on the road, and she was like, "Hey, I'm not really up to anything else anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, can I come back and hang out with you guys?" Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I would have figured so, if it was deactivated, I would have disappeared. I wouldn't have gone well, back. Well, right, but she's a different character. She kind of wants. She she doesn't like being bored. Right. Yeah, she's the chaos she character. And so in the beginning of the second one, I think I would have had her 
just there for kicks also for some reason. Mm-hmm. They, they made up an excuse that she got caught for something, but yeah, she should. Yeah, she could have strolled in at some reason for some. Yeah, they could have come up with a better reasoning than I got caught again or something. I, I do have to say, I, I at least so so. The sixteen Suicide Squad bothered me because of the bad guy, which was just some entity, you know, Egyptian something something, mm-hmm. right? Godlike person. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, this one at least was still just as bad. Some limit. <laughs> still just as bad, but well, yeah, it's comical, but at least at least you it was know comical. It was comical, at least, yeah. 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 Let's just say two of the two of the show watchers had to drink while they watched it just to get through it. Oh, really? No, I didn't think that. Uh, it's cute. It's Only a huge two. Show. One of Only the show two. watchers was drinking while, but not to get through it. Oh that right. so, so I had you, to drink to get through it. Yeah. What'd you guys feel about them killing off uh flag? That I did not see that coming. Like he's like he's the that's like them going well what are how are we going to organize our sequel without our yeah the one guy who kind of pulls the team together yeah i i don't know i i was disappointed in that and i thought i had I had a glimpse of hope that uh in the end credit scene when they're talking about you know somebody survived um the whole ordeal and and uh i thought maybe it would be flagged there in a the hospital bed and then when it turns out to be um peacemaker i was i was kind of disappointed in that but uh um yeah i don't i don't know he he was he was one that i think was uh growing to be like a perfect fit for the team he knew how to kind of interact with everybody um from a from a comedic uh standpoint and uh he got the sarcasm i I think he was spot on so i was kind of disappointed that he kind of gets killed um it makes sense given all the um what i want to say um weird supernatural things that keep coming across he's only mortal you know i mean most of my guests to some extent are only mortal but uh um he doesn't have any unique superpower you know so um yeah i i don't know i was i was definitely disappointed on that i was definitely surprised i didn't see that coming um but uh yeah i was wondering how you guys felt about that that was probably my biggest shocker in the whole movie yeah that yeah that shocked me i thought he had plot armor mm-hmm but instead, yeah. they like maybe he wants out. <laughs> they gave him the. That's true. I guess, I guess I haven't seen any of what his interviews are of the show. Um, but he does so well in them. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah I yeah, liked yeah, but... his character. Yeah. Right. I, I he, did not see. He does well in other shows too, though. <clears throat> yeah, he's he's in Altered Carbon. Um, yeah. I liked him in that a lot. Um, I've seen him in a couple other detective shows too. Some yeah, drug addict and stuff like this. Um, I've really liked him as an actor and I didn't really get, um, you know, familiar with who he was until maybe the last four or five years. So I get excited whenever I see him in it in anything these days, I really enjoy him as an actor. So um, I don't know. I would have, I would have hoped to see him in more suicide squads, but maybe it wasn't meant to be. I don't know. But the one thing they did set the tone for, for sure, is you cannot get attached to anyone except maybe Harley Quinn in, in, in the series. So, And what's the deal with that weasel character? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did anyone check to see if he could swim? 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, that part cracked me, cracked me up. They're, they're like, the very beginning of the movie, you know, the first mission is dropping on this island and, and try to take out the, these guys or sneak in or whatever. And uh, they jump out of this, this, this plane, land in the water, and everybody's swimming along and the weasel starts drowning. <laughs> and they're like, wait, he can't swim? Well, now he's dead. He drowns. Yeah, oops. Uh, <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay. So one man down and, you know, we're a few minutes in. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. always a weird character. They never established, like, what the weasel could do aside from just, like, being creepy and weird. Yeah, right. right. And he killed a bunch of children. Is that is that his backstory? Yeah. Right? And I'm guessing ate them. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. guessing he oh, ate them. God. Yeah, that's that weird weasel. So whatever it is, they could but see what they wanted to do. I think it would have been in the end. Yeah, I think it would have been better with a, with a, with a backstory where you felt for him first. Right, like, like the first the first Suicide Squad, they did a backstory for just about everybody. I thought. Yeah, they they had a little like uh, yeah, little bits for everybody. Even if it was twenty seconds, they gave everybody a little bit of a a story. Then, yeah, so that when the, their heads blew up, you felt for him a little bit. Right. Well, I think with this one, I think they still did a good job with character building it. They didn't have right. to like go through long backs like a flashback or anything but you got to know that like you found to find out that polka dot guy has a condition something right, where he's got these things growing on his face and he's obviously not happy and not sane and, and as getting... you go through the movie you find out more and more about that without a flashback and then and, and then he's got to expel them every so what he's got to expel them a couple times a day those polka dots or he explodes yeah twice a day mm -hmm. i can't my, remember what happens if he doesn't this was my favorite scene from the weasel <laughs> yeah they're walking by like and he's just the over there looking the window it's just linda's favorite scene because of the length of the tongue oh whatever <laughs> <Sicko>. uh <laughs> 12 year old boys but I mean, we find out it, we, we got uh, history on the rat catcher. Yeah, uh, we find we don't yeah. really need to know what Deadshot's deal is, but he's humanized to us through his daughter and eventually, and just kind of his struggle with uh, the other characters and trying or figuring that he can finally do the right thing. Now, here's a question I've got for you. So. The first team that goes onto the island, they pretty much all get wiped out. Um, and uh, except for the one guy who doesn't get killed, he just, well, the weasel drowns. They leave him on the beach. So you think, yeah. So you think. And then uh, uh, the other guy, what was the guy that, that ran away, swam away, and got his head blown off by the, was that uh, uh, Blood Savant? Savant, yeah. Yeah. So he... He's like, this is fucking nuts because he sees everybody else getting pretty much torn limb to limb. Mm -hmm. So he decides, I'm getting the F out of here. So he runs back in the water and starts swimming away. And they say, you better go back. You better go back. He doesn't. So they blow his head off. Yeah. Now, at that point, they believe that the entire team is, is dead. Now, mm -hmm. if you were that woman in the command center, just as a matter of routine, everybody you think is dead wouldn't you automatically just detonate their cranial implant yeah you would blow figure. their head off rather than just leave them lay there and assume they're dead because she's got well, no way to verify they're dead well she didn't well they did have like like the monitors on their health kind of where you could see their things 
red or green or whatever, whether they were alive or dead. Mm-hmm. But technically they were, I think they, I think they alluded to, they were only meant to be kind of a diversion uh, because when you have the other crew that shows up on the island on right. another beach, um, which was just downright wrong uh to do that to the team so yeah uh, I mean, yeah you would, you would think if they're done you would just go ahead and flip all the switches you don't and, yeah. you don't oh, leave okay. evidence of superheroes or supervillains behind right you just yeah, if you're if you're uh if you're rick flag you you don't you realize that waller fucking sold you out mm-hmm. you you would think so you'd think he would be hell bent uh but again he's dead so it doesn't matter now but and would he think that would he think that she sold him out? Because that one guy said that he was the one that you know betrayed them and he was oh, running towards is... the enemy forces, right? Oh, you know what? That's true. Yeah, because he did run up on the beach. He's like, hey guys, I'm here. These are the guys. That's true. Yeah. And then he gets shot in the face very, very, very graphically. Really. Yeah. Let's talk for a moment about this guy. Poor Peter Capaldi. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was gonna bring him up. Yeah. I liked his character, the brain. Look at those things sticking out of his head. It would be yeah. hard to sleep like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be a really hard. It, it would be very yeah. difficult to find a comfortable position. <laughs> yeah, with giant Ow. things that look like Ow. vacuum tubes sticking out of your cranium. I think he did a good job. He did a very good job. I liked his approach in the scene where they go pick him up in the bar. And he walks in and he's just kind of like, you know, a little, seemed like a little bit nervous or sketch when he walks in, you know, has anyone noticed me or anything like that? Go sit down at the bar or whatever uh, before the guys pick him up. But yeah, I think, I think he played that very well uh, for who he was. I'll tell you at that point when Peter Capaldi walked into the show and became a part of the show, that coupled with the giant starfish alien creature, made it seem exactly like a doctor who episode to me yes yes yeah. yes it did you just the whole rest of it was like appear. a doctor the whole rest of it was like a doctor who episode the shark man could have been an alien from shark planet um they all could have been aliens from somewhere around the, the galaxy nefarious aliens of course but still aliens <laughs> you know helping him defeat this starfish creature before he gets back into the blue box and heads off somewhere and there he is, yeah, as the doctor, and there he is as the brain. And Harley the, Quinn the becomes picture. the next companion. Yes! Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would have been awesome. So she, I can't every believe he episode shaved his he hair catches for that her role. trying to steal the TARDIS. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome. That's uh yeah, that for me at that point, once I viewed it through the the prism of a doctor who episode suddenly everything made sense <laughs> that's See, all I, I think that there was a one relationship through that uh, just carried through the movie that made the whole thing what was that uh that was between Bloodsport and sebastian trying to win him over the little rat oh yes oh. right shirt. right <laughs> right <laughs> And at the end, he's petting the little rat. Yep. Yeah. I, mean, I thought that, for that sure he was going to pet it. Of movie right there. I expected <laughs> him to pet it and then grab it around the neck and throw it at a wall. <laughs> this friendly little rat trying to make friends, giving, offering him a leaf, waving <laughs> happily. Look, I'm cute. I want to be your friend. And s- slowly, 
his cold heart thaws and he gives in to love. Yes. Uh, and they do give backstory, by the way, into why he doesn't uh, like rats. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they explain why he had such a phobia of them. So I can see Charles in the role of the, the rat <clears throat> king. <laughs> Taika Waititi? Yeah. What's that? Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the Katie, rats were cute. Yeah. Katie pointed out at the end that... Uh, Instead of traumatizing uh, Bloodsport, the rat mm-hmm. catcher could have just had her rats avoid him as opposed to run over him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, there was some... Uh, overall, I, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. It was definitely not at all what I expected. Um, nowhere say, near... I can safely say that here as well. But, yes. <laughs> Nowhere near what I expected, but when, when we got to the end, even Gina was, was sitting there and was like, wow, that was, I, I did not see that coming. Uh, however, we both, again, enjoyed it for what it was. It was actually really good. Yeah. Um, it was visually, you know, visually stunning, uh, yeah. you know, as a buzzword, but uh, it, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. I really liked the scene where uh, Harley was escaping from the detention center or whatever. Yeah. And the flowers were just bursting out yeah. anytime she would shoot someone. And, and or, that, that, were, that looks that like the hilarious. acid trip thing I was talking about earlier, where it was just kind of like, what is happening right now? And the little <laughs> birds that were flying around. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. If you happen to be uh, doing edibles while watching the movie, or <laughs> not imagining things that's really happening in the movie. <laughs> That, that's They're probably really who the movie's really made for. That's probably the 10 out of 10 effect. There you go. <clears throat> there you go. I mean, I liked a lot. I loved the art direction of this movie. Like the, how they were, they kind of broke it up into story chunks with the, the weird lettering that would be in smoke or. Yep. Yeah. Together like... out of the scenery. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, like I, I was really happy with all that. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that they went in and torched the birds. No, that, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I, I'm guessing that earned the movie an F from you right there. And and that's and that's where nobody was spared in this. No creature, right. no right, person. Yeah. Nobody was spared. There is no special person. Everyone's going to get blood on them in one way or another. Right. So. Right. All right. Yeah, so King Shark was betrayed by his new friends. <laughs> Poor King Shark. He was? Yeah, those little fish. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was making yeah. friends in that little aquarium thing, and then oh, the fish all like... tried to kill him. Right. Little piranha things. Right. Like, I like I was prancing, new friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah, they're friends like... are trying to eat you alive, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was hilarious to her for whatever reason. Like, you know, the, when those fish get out and they start gnawing away at them, and I just started laughing hysterically because I was like, oh, <laughs> He finally had some fish friends, and now they're all trying to eat him alive. And yes. uh, then the bombs go off, at, or the bomb, yep. then the building collapses, and he's like down there, and they're like, "Shoot him!" And they shoot and shoot and shoot, and no. Yeah, is he yep. is he like invulnerable because they shoot him with machine guns? I mean, there's like a a whole he's not troops there firing at him, and it just doesn't do anything. Like we see the fish bite him, and like wound him but i'm pretty sure not invulnerable but bulletproof mm-hmm. yeah 
definitely definitely was bulletproof uh, um, otherwise well, otherwise i mean why is he in any sort of supermax any what police <laughs> officer isn't just gonna right but the bullets don't bounce off of him they actually hit him well yeah him. but they go yeah it's kind of like they just thud and then i mean they the probably make him mad which isn't <laughs> ideal for anyone shooting him yeah they did find that out don't anger the shark right yeah He'll just copy uh, you whole. The uh, the one thing I found um, hard to believe was when um, he ate that one guy whole. Oh. <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, he's not visually he... that big to do that, but apparently, yes. yeah, because the, the guy he's eating is happen. as big as he is, and he just eat, opens his mouth and eats him whole. And where is he stuffing him down one leg? I mean, does he does he fold up when he gets uh, inside of his Bill, stomach? Or Bill, sharks don't have legs. <laughs> this one does. Yeah, look at this. He's, he's not as big as him. I mean, he's maybe. Well, he's as tall, and he's going in. Maybe we're perfectly. underestimating the size of his stomach. You know that this is all stomach. You know, just wow. <clears throat> huh? Yeah, it was pretty. Mm. Yeah, but he's very dead. Okay, I figured. I did, yeah, I, I figured he was gonna, you know, stuff as much of the guy into his mouth at once as he could, and then bite down and cut him in half. But that... he didn't. He just opened his gullet and just shoved the whole thing in. That's I think that's probably the why donut. they did it. It's like you weren't expecting the whole guy. You were like expecting the donut. Right. <laughs> it's like that, that picture donut. reminded me of the scene when when uh, so after the whole beginning fiasco <laughs> with them on the island, uh, they they find out that uh, Flag's been captured, or so they thought, and they go in to rescue him and uh, um, uh, Bloodsport and uh, uh, um. Peacemaker having a competition over who can kill uh, the next guy in the most awesome fashion, you know, who can show off oh, the yeah. most. And uh, I thought that was pretty comical as they're killing these guys left and right. And, uh, oh, yeah, watch this kind of, you know, thing going on. And then they get to Rick Flag, and it turns out that they weren't the bad guys. Yeah, uh, they, they were, were just killing allies. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "What? where's all my men? I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't. Did you see anybody? Didn't, I, didn't I, see I didn't see any guys. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> and the shark comes in. Blah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let me cough up this guy's hand. My bad. So generally speaking, pretty good show. Yeah. Buns. Yep. All right. So one thumb up, two thumbs up. How do you rate it? Two thumbs. We'll give it watch a... again. I'll give yeah, it a we'll one. watch again. Charles, two thumbs, one well, thumb. It's a, it's a good show despite all the problems. So one thumb <laughs> sounds like one thumb. Any thumbs thumbs at no, all. no, it's fun. If you want, a, if you want a fun, a fun show um, that you don't have to look, you probably shouldn't look too deep into. This is a good one. <laughs> so you're saying two thumbs then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy it. One, one in the eye. One in the eye, and the other one. <laughs> okay. What you do with the other thumb is up to you, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to come over and watch it with me, Seth? The movie? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a spare thing. Oh, 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 long, long, long as we can see the thumbs. <laughs> you keep your thumbs to yourself. <laughs> All right. Sounds I feel like good. I need to talk to HR. Linda, I feel like I'm being harassed. I'm not HR. <laughs> You're the closest thing we've got to HR, Linda. (laughs) Great. (laughs) All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you all for watching. We encourage you to check out Suicide Squad. Uh, It's it's good if you're looking for a movie for a laugh. You don't have to 
think too hard about just relax and uh, enjoy it with your friends for what it is Pretty there is a splash zone yes there you go and uh check out uh, our other shows visit us on our website galacticdriftwood.space and uh check out our uh sister and brother podcasts on synergynation.net synnation.net and uh i guess that's yeah, it i understand the weekly geekly is uh doing dr ravenwood's uh horror fest or something dr ravenwood slasher files ah. kind of a audio drama type thing that i've been listening to it's very oh, nice. good all right so check out uh, the weekly geekly uh if they you're do into some horror good stuff there and the, if you like horror movies uh the S- dr ravenwood slasher files are a lot of fun it's uh, good it's like it's this uh parallel universe doctor kind of uh going through the various slashers from our universe who actually exist in his universe (laughs) interesting and like breaking them down and determining if they're irredeemable souls which is desirable in his universe no 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 they're killing people over there oh (laughs) gotcha all right sounds good all right well thanks for tuning in folks we will catch you next time take care bye later bye thanks for listening to this episode of the galactic driftwood podcast for more information and past episodes please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on youtube and now please deactivate your cranial downlinks collect your towels and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.